Welcome, everybody, again to another edition of the ABJ Podcast, episode 11. Uh, we are one week away from the end of 2022. And, man, uh, I know this started late in the year, but we're 11 episodes in. We will, we will be 12 episodes in by the end of tonight because we do have another episode for you tonight. So make sure you tune back into us here at all uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, as well as Twitter for episode 12 tonight with Nolan Pierce. Uh, make sure you check the links below for everything ABJ as well as uh, our guest today. Also, two independent wrestlers on the scene right now um, who are injured, who can use some support. Uh, times are tough right now, especially when you're an independent worker who has a shoot job, as well as trying to entertain the masses. Uh, injuries can be a major setback, not just for the business, but also for your checkbook and also for your bills. Uh, Philly Mike Swanson on the shelf a little bit, had his complete knee pretty much redone, MCL, ACL, meniscus. He has subscription services as well as 8x10s, as well as merchandise, if you can go support him, as well as Adina Steele, broken collarbone, got had a plate put in. She's going to be on the shelf for quite some time. So if you can support those independent talent and uh, get them the, the, the support they need to get them through this tough time, and, and we, 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 we wish them a re speedy recovery. Also, if you don't have any mo uh, money to support them, just go on their social media, follow them, say, hey, heard about your injury through the podcast. We wish you the best of luck. We're still thinking about you and love you. Uh, that goes a long way for a wrestler as well. Uh, so that without being without all being said, the links below, there is a sale going on right now. I believe it ends in 24 hours on our T public site. So if you want to grab an ABJ t-shirt, um, there's a lot of cool designs and styles out there. Go grab that. Also have a Patreon. You could do as little as a dollar. You could do as much as you want. Uh, it's a monthly subscription to help the podcast going. And uh, it, it, it helps out a lot. So if you can do that, that'd be great. Without further ado, all that now, that nonsense housekeeping. That's the ugly side of this is when you have to, you know, kind of pour yourself out a little bit. But that support does help a lot. But let's get uh, all that out of the way and let's bring in our guest, the American Hammer, Macway. Yo, what's going on, man? Not much. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm excited to have you on. Uh, once again, having you on and putting you over is going to get me some heat there on the American X side of the AXW side of wrestling. I'm sure that no good Rodney and Bush is sitting there oh, yeah. to watch the replay and be like, Blackwell, you've been watching me your entire career and not giving me the push. But listen, Ian, sorry, brother. You, you, you broke my heart. You know, you went to this dark path and not only have you broken the hearts of Outbreak Wrestling, now AXW Wrestling, but everybody else in the business, man, you were, you were the heart and soul. But that's OK, because those shoes have quickly been filled by the American Hammer, Matt Quay. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I, I don't even know where to begin with with Ian Bush right now in that entire situation. And it's funny you say that because I can literally hear him saying that in my head right now, complaining how you never put him over and you're just like, like the rest of the people the in ASW. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, like, that's the thing is, like, I kind of, I think what really set this whole thing off is I kind of just came in and I started to fill some shoes that weren't even off yet, I guess. And that mm -hmm. just really rubbed Ian the wrong way. And despite the kind of history that we have and how cool we have been, you know, Ian, you know, he's got an ego. So yeah. that's become a huge problem. 
Yeah. Well, let's let's we will get back onto that uh, rivalry that will be uh, coming to a head very very soon with in in twenty twenty three, which you don't have much longer to wait to finally square off. But let's let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to the beginnings of Macway. How did when did you fall in love with this crazy crazy thing we call professional wrestling? I was eleven years old. And it was the summer of 2011. And we were on vacation at the beach. And my older brother was a wrestling fan at the time, flipping through the channels. And he stops it on Monday Night Raw. And there's John Cena through a table. And there's CM Punk sitting on top of a stage. So the first kind of... Because I, I was familiar with wrestling and I would play a little wrestling video games, but like my older brother was more of a fan. And once I saw that pipe bomb promo from CM Punk, I was like, how do we see that match? And my brother was like, you got to pay like 60 bucks. So I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And that whole night I stayed up all night playing SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 on the PSP running that 24-7 mode, you know? Yeah. And I, mean, uh, I actually have sitting here right now uh, my T-shirt ready for th- for Friday. No yeah, way. My, oh, yeah. oh, baby. Now, this is the, the discontinued return. shirt. This is the discontinued shirt. This is the oh. one that ran for a week and was taken down because Pat's Blue Ribbon had a cease and desist letter for it. That's crazy. Damn, you know so that's like a scene like Yeah. Yeah, I like my beer. So this was uh, that's the perfect... Perfect T-shirt. Tina beer combo, baby. That's dope. Yeah. So that's crazy. You started your wrestling journey on the pipe bomb. That's uh, it's crazy yeah. how different generations. I always ask that question because it's it's fun to hear like like when you talk to the old generation. Like, oh man, the first time I seen Hogan, and for me it was the first time I seen the Rockers, and for you it's the pipe bomb. It's that's uh, yeah. why I ask. It, it's always fascinating to see where people has entered this. Um, so yeah, you were the you were like the tail end of. Like the beginning of, I guess you would say, the ruthless aggression and the PG era with with Pete Punk and CM and and uh, and and, um, and John Cena. Yeah, that was the legendary rivalry. That's what I first started. You know, that was the first rivalry I saw when I started watching, and I love John Cena. Do you channel a lot of Cena in in what you do now in wrestling, or who would you say you, you model yourself after? I would say a lot of it is John Cena. Like a lot of it is John Cena, just because like. You know, I had that little time span where I was a teenager and I was like, Cena sucks. But through the majority of my you know, life, I've respected the hell out of John Cena. And I think he is sort of the perfect person to idolize a lot of things after. But also just kind of naturally as I am as a person, I share a lot of those similar kind of mindsets, but in a different kind of way also. So you know what and what he was able to do for like the people and all the make wishes that he granted and all those tremendous moments that he had in wrestling like his impact in wrestling goes so so deep and it's yeah. because of the morals that he holds and like he's next level so i do yeah. model a lot of what i do after scene that's not a bad pick at all like how you were saying he 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 transcended the business from in between the ropes to outside by helping so many people and and giving just the the name of professional wrestling a good name you know yeah. we we see a lot of the dark side of the rings and we see a lot of the the negativity and and the scum of this business but John Cena is just one of those class act guys yes 100% yeah i 
Fantastic. I love that. I love that. Well, but yeah, we're in the chat right now. Daniel, uh, Daniel in the chat saying, Hey, what's up all about yeah. wrestling podcast. Make sure you go to follow and like, and subscribe to them. I'm trying to get them out to the Hamburg field house for this oh. event coming up because they're, they're a great wrestling podcast team. And I'm very happy you guys are here hanging out at 10 AM for this. Interview. Yeah, baby. I did not expect people to be here. So thank you guys so much. <laughs> um, with the replay, that's what the replays are there for. But yeah. So you you you've you're a lifelong wrestling fan. You've been do you've been watching it since you're young. You're getting to that age where you can finally step in between those ropes. Where did you lock in your first training academy? How did you find out this was even a thing to do? Because that's a lot of people's problem when they're when they're in the business. And that's this is why I asked this question because people watch or listen and they say, "Man, I would love to get into wrestling. I just don't know how to get in." to wrestling i don't know where to find a school i don't know where to go i don't know the steps to do that what was your well, journey i'll tell you right now my journey started i turned 18 years old same uh like the first day after my college orientation the very next day i had my first wrestling training at shikara um which I, I looked through Google because it is hard. It's hard to find a spot. I was trying for like years before I turned 18 to find a spot. And then it wasn't until kind of a friend referred me to Chikara. And I did that for a little bit. Who, you know, who referred you? Um, it was it was literally just like some online wrestling friend. He's like, yo, like mm -hmm. I know you're kind of in the Philly area. Chikara, they're still doing a school. Like I saw something online, but it was posted a couple years ago. And then uh, I reached out and bada bing, bada boom. But I did that for a little bit. And if you're looking for like real active schools, that's where my journey gets interesting yeah. because um, uh, my car broke down at one of the King of Trios. Uh, I kind of fell out of love with wrestling for a little bit. And uh, through a time period, my love got reignited. And my dad was at a lacrosse game. Uh, for my little brother, and he saw a guy there who was a little bit jacked, and I remember his name. It was Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Okay. Yes, yes, that's who my dad saw, and he's like, "Oh, I know a great spot. Uh, the dungeon, the the Mess Brothers dungeon, Mark and Troy Mess. That's a great spot." And then once I went there for the first time, I was right back in the love. They really helped break down a lot of sort of psychology, and. Uh, really honing in the basics and then like till you know you get them perfect and then i yeah. went uh i wanted to up my game a little bit you know on the mat and uh, i went to another school fort noxious rob noxious that's another great place to sort of get your start and actually i got like a little poster back there from uh the sanctuary which is another great spot if you want to go especially if you're starting your journey that's one of the that's one of the best spots to really sort of work on the very little things, you know, and do it in sort of a live way as well. And another great spot to start off is where I'm at right now, CZW, which is, I think, yeah, out, like out of the spots, it's definitely the, they're all it looks, great. It looks like a way. performance center from like, you were kind of like yeah. on your camera last time. There's, there's like, it looks like a, a meeting slash promo room. Then you got the school section. Then you have, they got crazy. it set up there. They got they got the studio mm -hmm. set up nice there, and the training is top tier. So I think, you know, go to those other spots to start off, and when you're ready to rock and roll, CZW. But CZW's also got a great starting out program. There's a couple new guys in there that are hungry and putting in the work, 
And they're also doing the combine that's coming up in a couple weeks uh, on the uh, 8th. And, and the, the head school. trainer right now at the dojo is is Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun Pratt. He's the man, baby. We also so... got Nate Wallace, Gabby. Yeah. She's in there training. But Deshaun, that's uh, the Thursdays. That's typically when I roll. And Deshaun, he's a lovely dude, a phenomenal You cannot guy. go wrong being trained by Deshaun. And form, uh, for you, that's kind of a cool thing because Deshaun is also a former Chikara guy. Full circle. Yeah. I, I want to kind of break down that that school thing because I think this is fascinating. Each school is super valuable, right? So Chikara is going to teach you that character. It's going to teach you possibly what's hot right now in wrestling, maybe how to be a little more acrobatic and do the fun yes. stuff, right? Yes. The yes. dungeon. And plus, listen, I know Chikara had that, has an ugly black eye, the things that went down, but I truly respect who came out of that school and who has yeah. come out of that program pretty much 80 70% of what you're watching on AEW is Chikara. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. I'm glad you said the trios because tr uh, trios is kind of still a thing being carried on by high tension network. Uh, and I'm wearing this year's winners, uh, the oh, outfielders. Nice. Nice. They won it with Edith surreal, which I'm a huge fan of all three of them. Um, nice. yeah. So then, uh, and then you, you talked about the mess brothers and that's where you're going to get, the old school, basic, tough guy wrestling training. They're gonna they're gonna teach you the grit. They're gonna teach you the like. You go back and look at old school pro wrestling illustrateds, and you look at like top top ten lists of independent and places to go and things to do and promotions to run. The mess brothers are all over those old school magazines. Oh, um, yeah. Then you said after that the sanctuary where Trotsky's gonna teach you how to look for the camera, how to develop your character. Uh, in a very, very, very safe way. He's gonna he's gonna teach you how to work the crowd and not just how to work uh, work your match, if that makes sense. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what are some other things that maybe I'm missing that these schools provide that you can say like, hey, I learn everything here, but this is what this is what they keen in on the best for me at these places. Well, I would say uh, Chikara was definitely the high flying stuff, being comfortable with the ropes. Uh, and the corners and using them to your advantage. And then the mess brothers really taught me a lot of the mind of the game, you know, the stuff that I didn't even think was involved in wrestling. You know, they really broke that down for me and hone the basics. They're, you know, basics, fun, fundamentals, hone the fundamentals. That's where they're really big. And I went to Fort Noxious uh, with Rob. That's where I was able to touch up, you know, sort of my chain. That's where I went to touch up my chain. And they're, they're gritty there. They're gritty. Uh, they also got the grit. I would say that's a great school for hard work and the grit and the sanctuary. You know, they also got Billy Walker. Mm. Uh, it was very great, you know, dropping a lot of knowledge for me. And, and Rosh, he's a great guy as well. He actually sent me the link for the combine last year for CZW. So that was awesome. And see, uh, that was a great spot. Like when, they, especially when they would run kind of, uh, almost like the training shows they where, you know, you would go out there and wrestle and they would literally review it there for you on the spot, you know, like battlegrounds. Yes, 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 yes. They perfect, they perfect your like live game, you know, like that's where you can really work on when you're live and you're going hard and all the aspects sort of come together. So that's where that's really great for that. And then I think CZW is really great for, then putting it all together and elevating it to that next level of wrestling. What is it like getting your first entrance at the sanctuary when the lights hit and the music's loud? 
That's about as close <laughs> as you're going to get to a pro-level entrance in the it, independent scene. It's next level. Those uh, the light show at the beginning, baby. You're you're not gonna. It's a it's a spectacle, man. It's a spectacle. Like it's really that intro light show. I, I'm up in the commentary thing and I'm bouncing back and forth and I'm firing myself up. It's like a pregame, man. It's addictive. It is, man. It, it, it'll get you fired up, baby. Yeah. Especially on those cold days, it'll get you fired up. Yep, I love it. Well, uh, yeah. So you 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 know all those grade schools. Do you recommend to talent? to get those opportunities. Like I know, I think some people go to a school and they might get that mentality of this is where the, uh, this is where I'm going to start. And this is where I'm going to stay. I'm going to be loyal. And it's not about being loyal. It's about well, making yourself well-rounded as a talent. How do you manage that without maybe hurting feelings of saying, Hey, it's nothing personal, but I think this school right now is the best fit for me. How do you manage that? Uh, A big way is sort of going through your school that you have to connections like i want to touch up this part of my game where's a good spot to go to really sort of touch that up and then you go there and slowly as you make connections and you maybe like you know with the dungeon i try to get up there as much as i can but with czw you know i have the opportunity to train with nate and deshaun and you know be under this learning tree that is, you know, uh, are people who have been around sort of the new kind of wrestling and uh, the the hot era of indie wrestling. So um, they, they, they understand when it, it gets to a certain point and they really want to, they really care about you and they really want to see you progress as a wrestler, they'll understand. And if they're trying to sort of keep you not necessarily held down, but keep you with them at all times. And they're not giving you all the necessary advice to progress you as a wrestler. Then, you know, they don't fully have your back and that might not be a spot that you want to fully be loyal to. Yeah. And listen, and just to kind of give Deshaun more of his roses, that guy's been in the game 10, 15 plus years. And, uh, and he, he still goes to seminars. He's still going to tryouts. He's like, he, he, yeah, that is honestly, man, if I was in the business and I wanted to become a wrestler, CZW's dojo for his name alone would be the reason I would go there. And if I was someone to be like, Hey, if you're in that area, go learn from Deshaun. Yes. He, he, he is just such a, 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 an inspiration for me. And I've never stepped between the ropes, just his personality and everything that guy's gone through. And he's got uh, the heart, man. He's, he's, he's got and the his, heart. His, uh, his attitude just makes you want to be there and, and just, just knowing what he went through with his setbacks and just seeing him have the time of his life in 2022 and reinventing himself is beautiful. And I, I I want nothing but good things for Deshaun Pratt. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, baby! Awesome. So uh, now you're, you are working uh, CZW shows. What are some other promotions that people can see you? Oh, AXW baby. That was a great lead in. Yeah. And I jumped the gun a little bit. I got a little <laughs> overzealous. I got a little excited. I'm, I'm known for that. But I will say, another, like, uh, you can see me at CCW, Seven Mountains slash Valor, uh, you know, with Rob Noxious and the crew. You can see me at Fight Pro Wrestling. Uh, that run in Westville, New Jersey. That's a great spot with a lot of great talent, always putting on great shows. Um, and uh, you can see me at CZW, and you can see me at AXW, baby. There it is, AXW. 
Uh, I should I should have I don't have the graphic pulled up, which is a what's a boo boo on my end. But while we're talking, I will definitely get it in. So AXW, which is now uh, formally known as Outbreak Wrestling, AXW was around before. It was it was actually Outbreak before Outbreak. There's a whole a whole thing with this. Um, but yeah, and I did not put AXW's links in the thing. I will fix that as well. Don't worry, AXW. I got you. Uh, it's been a crazy morning. Um, but yes, yeah, so. We will be there on um, uh, in in the legendary Hamburg Fieldhouse Saturday, January seventh, two thousand twenty-three. Tons of cool th- stuff announced. Before I even get into uh, some of the matches, just recently announced for a meet and greet before the show. Someone I'm truly a fan of, and she's super sweet. Every time I get to meet her, uh, Diana Prazo announced that she will be there. Uh, Salvio Vega will be there. Uh, Miguel Perez will be there and and just like a action-packed card I, I'm, I'm not gonna go through the whole card because maybe if people want their matches talked about what a great place to do it then on the abj podcast so we it won't go through the whole place. card right away because like i said it's a lot to cover and and like i said maybe give some people opportunities to come on and talk about it themselves um but yeah so uh your match which is coming up is going to be a best out of three falls uh two out of three falls match um, between you and the champion Ian Bush. Now I'll try to do my best uh, to not talk too much, but also give a little bit of a, a lay of the land of what people can expect here. So Ian Bush has been the heart and soul, the champion of Outbreak Wrestling for almost, I think, over a year, dominating, did everything he can to keep that title, had every obstacle in his path thrown at him, was able to conquer it. Um, then towards the end of that, he he started doing things a little differently, trying to find maybe a little some some different ways out. Andy Hedder in their in their match uh, hurt his knee, and Ian Bush just attacked it. You know, listen in the ring, that's that's how you're going to get the job done. In a fight, your boy, your someone shows a weakness, you attack it. But that's not really Ian Bush's strategy to just go out of the ways that would do that. And that was the first little glimpse of the Ian Bush. Maybe his his gears are changing a little bit. And listen. I do get the app. The, the thing was when, when you work and try so hard and you find everybody else getting opportunities for not doing it the honorable way that can kind of shift your gears a little bit and make you do things a little different. And it led up. And then like how you said that, and I'll kind of let you talk about how your, 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 this, your, your relationship has been strained over it. But, uh, Ian Bush comes into this new uh, the the towards the end of the AXW run, you, you had an, uh, a three way uh, a, a triple threat opportunity for the title, and unfortunately it did not go your way. Then you had a one on one, I believe last show, and uh, once again had some run in opportunities, and now you're getting this opportunity once again in this best of two out of three falls match. Take us back to meeting Ian Bush, uh, him being a mentor, him being someone you looked up to, and then leading up to where you are now, um, going into your title fight. I mean, like, Ian's been a wrestling story since I got back to wrestling. Like, the first time I stepped in the dungeon, I was getting comparisons. Oh, you're a lot like Ian. You're a lot like Ian. Getting a lot of comparisons to Ian all the way, you know, till we actually, we did, we we had a match. We wrestled a match uh, for DEFCON Pro Wrestling. It was the first match that uh, any of my family members ever saw. It was just held in the dungeon. You know, I just had my dad and my little brother swing by. Ian and I went at it. I will say I picked up the dub, which uh, maybe put in some kind of negative seeds from the start because, you know, things were off to a rocky start in our relationship. But 
slowly over time it grew because you know we have very we're very very similar but we're also very different we're like we're like two sides of the same coin Mm -hmm. and through that we grew a very good relationship and and, you know he showed me a lot of things and a, a lot of the ways to do things the right way and, you know, you talk about him going for the knee, like he's always kind of, he's had that fighter in him. He's always had that little bit of aggression. And I have, you know, I have noticed that, like that's been there throughout. But regardless, we got very close, you know, like he was the, he was my best friend in the wrestling world. And he taught me a lot of what I knew. And then, you know, as I, as I said uh, before, it was in my match with Tommy Vex where I beat Tommy Vex. And then that's when I started to really get some steam. And that's where he started getting a little weird on me. You know, he said, like started planting some bad seeds to some people behind my back, you know, just dropping little, little comments here and there to try to dig at me. And then when, and then when Tommy like beat him with the brass knucks and he lost that belt for just a second, he lost that belt for just a second. And I think that's when he just went completely insane. I think that's just when he went completely insane, when he realized there was that opportunity to lose it. And there was somebody that, you know, whether he'll admit it or not, somebody that he cared for was coming up in the ranks and was going to take something that he really cared about. And at the end of the day, he just cares about that belt more than he does the people in his life. So he's going to do whatever it takes to keep that. And that's something I had to learn the hard way. Uh, have you ever wrestled with hot sauce, revolutionary hot sauce? Tim Myers in the chat uh, runs his own hot sauce company. Maybe we'll get them up uh, to AXW for, uh, for January uh, to maybe set up a table. That guy his his, his hot. So you want to talk about some crazy stuff? This guy is, he's from, he's from Pennsylvania, uh, not too far from us up, uh, up towards the Carlisle way. Uh, his hot sauce, he had a company, had to rechange the name. He's going through a little bit of a new change too, called Revolutionary Hot Sauce. Um, but his sauces were on Hot Ones. Oh, yes. that's dope. The well, Punisher, he's going to sell some of yeah. his hot sauces today. The Punisher ate his hot sauce. Like you, Tons and tons of people have, like celebrities have ate that hot sauce. I would like to think I was one of the first people to sit down with Tim on camera and eat hot sauces. Uh, and I am not a hot sauce guy, Matt. I cried yeah. my eyes out. It was really, really rough. But I, I, I so I want to give a quick plug there. But yeah, I'd love to have him back on. And I think I did. I think I did hot sauce twice with him. And boy, was it rough. And then he said, "Party in the back." He's calling out the mullet. So I love that too. Very perceptive. Yeah, uh, baby. Quay Qu- Qu- lives his thing, and I'm going to keep saying it until he sticks it. Uh, th- lives his life by three M's, and that's muscles, mullets, and America. That's it right there. Um, <laughs> and he says, I love the new, I'm loving the ABJ logo. I appreciate that. My guy, we need to, uh, link up soon and do something. Um, and I need to punish myself, I guess, once again, um, I don't know if it went through on Facebook, but on the YouTube side, AXW links are now linked below. I do apologize. AXW. It was not intentional. It's been a crazy morning. Matt has me up early. Um, <laughs> Listen, you got it. You got to be up early if you want to. If you want to be like a champion, you know what I mean. This guy, this guy's grinding, um, and I want to keep it going here because I only have him for a limited amount of time. So yeah, um, calling your matches literally since outbreak, since sanctuary. You know, I've always seen that in you as well, and I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say I, I, I was the cornerstone to seeing your your greatness because I wasn't. Um, 
but I did always say during going through the ranks, I said, this guy here, he's so young. He's so, he's so agile. He's strong. He has everything. And the mindset is there. This guy's going to be a champion one day. And I kept saying at outbreak, I said, this is the guy circle on your thing. He's going to work his way up the ranks. and He's going to become a problem here in this company. And, and about a year and a half of that hard work, man. And here you are, you're getting that opportunity to finally do it in a two out of three falls match here. Uh, you know, let, let's pull up the graphic. Look, look, look how beautiful this thing is. Oh, Two out of three balls, AXW championship match. A tickets available now at AXWTix.com, Saturday, January 7th, 2023. The historic Hamburg Fieldhouse. If you're wondering what do you mean historic, this is like in this picture in the back behind the American flag, you see the lights above the ring. You see the ring. Those lights are Vince Sr.'s lights. That's WWWF. Andre wrestling this building, Hogan wrestling this building, Dusty wrestling this building. This was used for ECW. It was used for everything you can imagine during that big run during the WWE. Uh, also, in this building is where Snooker hit Piper with the uh, where Piper hit Snooker with the coconut. Dusty cut the closed circuit promo. This, this place is you walk in and just feel the energy and the history, and 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 that that's where I want to lead into my next question for knowing how historic that place is and knowing who has come before you under those lights, busting their ass in the history of this business, what would it mean to you to come into a brand new company with brand new management, a brand new paint job, brand new feel, and to be that guy to hold the AXW title above your head under those historic lights of the Hamburg Fieldhouse? It, it would mean everything. It would mean so much to have that moment, you know, have my family in the crowd watching that crowning achievement where all this work from the first spot that let me in has culminated into this new era that I get to help usher in where I can help represent American excellence in wrestling. Hard work, faith keeping your nose to the grindstone and never giving up. So if I had the opportunity, well, I do have the opportunity. So when I win that championship January 7th and the people of Hamburg have a lovely moment to usher in the new year, I will help usher in a new era of American excellence. And tickets are super low right now. If you get them pre-sale, I believe they're like five bucks or less at this point in time. So not only if, if you have been at a previous show at the Hamburg Fieldhouse, they usually just do the seats, the chairs, which, by the way, are the original chairs. So if you yeah. also want history, there's been a lot of butts in those seats uh, from from the 70s on in those wooden chairs. But they're pulling out the bleachers. They are not playing around for the show. They want Hamburg to be a mecca once again when it comes to wrestling. Yes, so sir. bleacher seats will be out. The, the bleachers will be. It'll. It will literally. We're trying. They are trying. We are trying to bring back that old school Hamburg feel. We want that building to be revitalized. We want to bring wrestling back to the Northeast Pennsylvania scene. It's already here. Listen, wrestling is 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 bigger than I know that it ever was. But let's make this Hamburg Fieldhouse a hopping spot again. Uh, I, I want to quote Dusty's promo of people people hanging off the rafters when they come to Hamburg, baby, and they're going to be up there jumping and dancing and having a good time. But we want to bring that back to Hamburg. And yeah, what, a yeah. better, what a better main event, what a better card to do it on January 7th than, than, than the inaugural uh, showing showcase of AXW. Now, let's. I want one more question here, and then I will let you go, and we'll wrap up. If anyone has any questions for Matt Quay, please get them in now before we get out of here. But 
what has your training been like? What's your mindset going into this? It, it, like you said, there's a lot on the line for you of becoming that that AXW champion, holding up that brand new title, being the the face of this brand new company that, let, let's be honest, that everybody and their brother wants to be a part of, wants to be part of that locker room, wants to make their name in because Kevin Kelly has been announced to be the, the one of the front runners of this company and and putting his name and his, his likeness. This dude, Kevin Kelly, literally gets on a plane, goes to Japan, does some amazing commentary, flies home, gets in his car, parks in Hamburg, and walks around the town and flyers it. So this is a guy who who literally has, in his field, in the commentary side of things, is traveling the world with his voice and parks his car and flyers a town that because he's that passionate about this company. So you see things like that of your leader, one of the leaders of this company, Kevin Kelly, putting in that work, and you have that opportunity to to, to hold that title and to be a part of a company that everybody wants to be a part of because of Kevin Kelly's name. And you have and you're you're going for the top dog spot, but also you have this 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 old friendship that's leading into this ugliness and there's just so many variables to what you're coming into in this title how are you mentally preparing yourself how are you physically preparing yourself and what can we expect on january 7th from 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 you matt that's a great question that's a great question physically i have been putting in the work i've been i've been getting in the ring at bare minimum three times a week try to get in four times a week two days of training two days of wrestling on shows. I try to get in the gym every day that I'm not, you know, in the ring, putting in extra hard workouts. I've been trying to, I've been trying to have my workouts be more high intensity for kind of like a 35 minute, 40 minute span to sort of like keeping the intensity up with having, you know, little rest periods here and there to sort of prepare for the kind of two out of three dynamic where it could be high intensity going, you know, 40 minutes, or it could be something where a couple falls are bopped out quick and you have that little bit of time for a breather in between the falls. So I'm just trying to make sure that my conditioning is there and that I have that strength when we're getting deep into that thing. And mentally is a whole nother game because Ian knows me and Ian, he's a, he's a smart man in a manipulative sense. So he knows what pushes my buttons and he knows how to get me over that edge. So I have been sitting alone with myself, getting in the right mindset, preparing for that moment when I know throughout the match, he's going to try to push my buttons. He's going to try to get me to go over that edge, you know, to, cause he, when I lose my mind, when the temper gets the better of me, that's when I get stupid and I make mistakes. So I always try to hold that back. So I'm preparing to go into this with the similar mindset that I have going into other matches and trying to keep my emotions in check. Ian's going to see a different intensity. He's going to see a different intensity in the eyes that he looks at across the ring but I'm going to try my best to keep calm, cool, and collected and just focus on beating him twice. And you have some challenges because he looks like he aligned himself with some uh, some help coming into January. He's got Tommy. He's got Mary. He's got a whole stable of people who seem to have his back. And that's a whole other variable we didn't even get into. But uh, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you do have work here in about 10 minutes. I, I appreciate you giving me your time, Matt. Of while we're waiting for if anyone has any questions to put over in the chat, 
anything you want to get out there that we haven't covered anything about this match, anything about this show that maybe we didn't touch on that you want to get off your chest? Well, you know, uh, a little bit on the me and Ian story. Is it, you know, we're talking about CZW a little bit. It dovetails over into CZW. And this is kind of a big turning point as well. You know, there was the Tommy Vex match, but we had a match in CZW in front of the Rocky Steps. And you know, you know, Ian's whole mentality is Rocky, that fighter mentality. And I share a lot of that same mentality. That's, that's where a lot of our wavelengths are similar. And we had that match and he laid it out. You know, this was it for him because he was having a tough time in CZW. And so was I, we had that match and I beat him and that cost him his spot at CZW. And that's where he got bitter towards me. Mm -hmm. So that's another element that ties into this and a lot of hatred that he, cause I do believe it. It's, it's sort of become a deep rooted hatred that he now has for me. And, uh, the competitive aspect is gone. Yeah, you're both extremely competitive, and you just uh, you go about it two different ways at this point in time. But uh, Tim said, "What's what's the venue in Hamburg? It's the legendary Hamburg Fieldhouse. Uh, it, it that's like I said, it's where it's it's a giant, huge building. It's it's right off the ch uh, the church there, big cemetery, and then you turn kind of into the cemetery, and then it's just two giant, huge parking lots. Uh, they do a lot of expos there, some cons there." But also, uh, it is it is the birthplace of the uh, one of the biggest wrestling venues in in this area of of, of you know this side of Pennsylvania. Um, but yeah, uh, Tim, hit me up and I'll get you in touch with the right people if you want to come up and set up a table possibly and and slang yeah. some sauce, baby. Slang some sauce. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's it's exciting to see your career, man. I'm very proud of you. Uh, I, I kind of, there's a lot of people on the scene, man, that I, I, that I just root for and I want them to do good things. But when you see someone who's been working as hard as you have for, you know, for the short amount of time that I have been able to enter the, enter this business and be able to call matches and, and be in a different aspect of it. Um, it it's kind of like when your favorite team is about to play in the Super Bowl, man, as, from a fan aspect, from someone who respects both of you. Uh, it's, it's when it's, it's just the backstory and being it and seeing it develop as long as I have, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a, an interesting place, January 7th. And like I said, that the card is stacked from top to bottom, check out the links below for AXW wrestling to see everything. Um, if there's anybody else from AXW who wants to come on and talk about their matchup, let me know. It's a lot of new faces at AXW. There's only yes, a hand, yes. there's only, there's only maybe three or four people that, that uh that have carried over from the old guard and it's a lot of new faces trying to make their name in in this scene so uh it is kind of cool that you know you kind of made that cut essentially and and, and, are, and are going for a world champ uh, going for their championship um i appreciate the hell out of you quay i i appreciate your hard work your dedication everything you've been doing for this this, this business and for your and, and you know what i mean um cannot wait uh tantalizing tony said don't forget i have the the shield waiting for you so maybe a little bit of a walkout prop which would be amazing um but yeah man i i i'm i'm really excited to see what you have to offer and uh starting off this new year with a, a new face of axw uh what's matt's ig matt's ig and all his links are below of this video so if you click below uh it, it is or you can just search matt quay uh on on instagram and twitter he will definitely pop up you'll see that amazing mullet you'll see that amazing physique Dude's ripped out of his brains. He's he's killing the game. Like I said, his his hard work is no joke. Um, yeah, but I, I I do have one more quick announcement that I'm gonna break it here with you. 
McQuay. So uh, the, one of the big things that's been going on recently for me is this new podcast, as well as uh, the there's this one logo and and the ABJ name has kind of taken on its new thing, and I and everyone loves ABJ, right? So that that sticker is getting popular. Uh, there's going to be a new 2023 version of that logo, and here it is right now, Quay. Oh, oh! Simple, easy, ready to go. But that's not it. Starting New Year's, we will have a 2023 collection. I'll put it out in T-shirts and hoodies and stickers. But here's the first one, man. Let's bring in the new year of 2023. The year of ABJ. The year of ABJ with the champagne right there, baby. Us in a new era, just like AXW. I love it. Yeah, and there will be more holiday-inspired ABJ logos to come. So it will be a little bit of a collection if you want to get the stickers, if you want to get the T-shirts. I'm just trying to find ways to grow this brand. But but, uh, listen, everybody loves ABJ, but Definitely, Definitely everybody loves Matt Quay. And uh, like I said, come on out to Hamburg and support and see this brand new upstart of uh, the AXW rising up. We'll put the graphic up one more time here. American X Wrestling for the people. Saturday, January 7, 2023, the Hamburg, historic Hamburg Fieldhouse, Pine Street, Hamburg, Pennsylvania, 1952. Six doors open at six. Like I said, tons of great meet and greets. Deanna Praza will be there as well as J.C. Storm, who I forgot earlier, Savio Vega, tons of great names, and this is going to be your main event. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to see these two titans lock up and go to war for that brand-new AXW World well, Championship. I don't know if I can say world. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the proper terminology. Thank you all so much for coming here at 10 o'clock in the morning and watching this interview. If you are watching this on Facebook, if you're watching this on Twitch, Please head over to the YouTube side of things. I am at 369 subscribers. If we can hit that 400 mark on YouTube, uh, that'd be amazing. There's only a couple more days left in the year to hit that 400 mark. Share it out. Tell people to go follow it. Also, like I said, I have the Patreon. I have the merchandise page. T Public is having a sale right now. T-shirts for 16 bucks. Go grab them. Um, Tons of cool stuff, ways to support the podcast. Uh, I will be back later on tonight with Nolan Pierce, another young upstart coming in the business. And uh, another thing as well, Tuesdays have, have kind of become the day of ABJ podcast. January is completely booked up. Uh, and it's not only booked up for the entire month of January, but we're going to do what we're doing exactly right here today for the entire month. One in the morning, one in the afternoon-ish time, and then one again at night. So we're doubling up every Tuesday. So every Tuesday you will get two pieces of content that'll last you for a week. And then next Tuesday, we're going to hit you up again. So we have not just one guest, but we're doubling up, double shotting it up every Tuesday of the month of January going into 2023. We're going to nail some big numbers. We're going to get this podcast going and going crazy. Uh, if you want to be on the show as well as in the links below is my link for my link tree. There's a, there's a, a sign up sheet. Go sign up and let's, let's, let's talk in 2023. I'm still trying to raise up funds so I can get the cameras I want because not everything's going to be remote. I don't like this remote thing. I want to be. I want to be there. I want. I want the background of the shot to be historic. I want the background of the shot to be something that means something to you or a really cool venue. I'll do it outside. I'll do it at a park. I'll do it in the legendary Hamburg Fieldhouse. Let's do some cool interviews going in 2023. Support the channel. Help me get these these funds up. Buy some T-shirts. Support the Patreon. But listen, man, 
that the year 23 23 is not going to be mine and mine alone it will be also matt quays with that brand new championship thank you my brother for coming on here get to work have fun today and we'll see you guys next time here's some music from billy trey we'll see you guys next time on the abj podcast thank you man it was a pleasure baby i love you brother love you too man you're the man (laughs) 